Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Now, Vegas insider, senior handicapper, and fan of the cold Budweiser bottles, Brian Edwards. It's got to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Brian Edwards. I don't really love it. Brian Edwards. Were they using the cream cheese to butter the bagel? Brian Edwards. I'm going with the cowgirl. Here is Brian Edwards. Hey, Brian Edwards is a fan of Budweiser, but let me tell you, we are a fan of Acres Ale on this show, brewed with Nebraska corn, crisp and clean with a light, refreshing flavor. Uh, I would also say it's it's a refreshing finish, too. Uh, locally brewed, the perfect beer to wind down at the end of your workday. We tried Acres Ale yesterday after the show, and it was fantastic. It does give similar vibes B, uh, B, we're going to get you some Acres Ale, okay, buddy? Of, of, of your favorite light beer. Uh, okay, I'll have to try <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty brand, I'm pretty brand loyal. Yeah, so are you Bud Weiser, Bud Light, Bush, Bush Light? What is it? But, Bud Hev. Bud, Bud Heavy. Heavy, yes. And you're a little answer. guy. Like, my B, are you answer. serious? Absolutely. <laughs> Man, this guy, he's drinking one beer, and he's like, I'm, I'm caged. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm full. I'm <laughs> Brian, full. good morning, man. What's up? Oh, man. Uh, it's going good. Still a little bitter about the officiating uh, at Arrowhead <laughs> the other night. But, um, yeah, actually, I'm still very bitter about uh, that. Let me, let, let me stay right there, B, just for a sec, because the vitriol and kind of the pushback, and, man, I just felt like there was a ridiculous, Ridiculous amount of whining after the playoffs. 100% you think it has to do with the fact that so much money changes hands that it elicits. I mean, did you see, like, social media was a mess about officiating. And I think it's got to be it's got to be because money's changing hands. Uh, yeah, that's probably probably it. More more people on Twitter are gambling these days with it legal and whatever it is now, like 31, 32, something like that. Yeah. I think Massachusetts got legal the other day. I don't know if that's 32 or what where the number is. But, yeah, that probably has a lot to do with it, I would imagine. I would imagine so. Mm. Hey, Brian, you know, I, I see one of your plays in front of me, and it, and it revolves around the Eagles team total over 12.5 in the first half. It's it's a, a heavier price at minus 125, but not really crazy. I made a lot of money this year betting on the Eagles spread in the first half. So I'm with you when, it, when you talk about this team being super successful in the first 30 minutes of the football game. But why in particular do you like the over 12 and a half in the first half? Because that kind of seems low to me. Yeah, so their their team totals in the first half, I, you know, I just, I did it. Their offense was, you know, looking so great early in the year. 
And I uh, I did that bet a time or two, and you know it won. So I just kind of kept doing it. I didn't do it every week because there were some weeks where it would be uh, fourteen or fourteen and a half. But uh, it was only ten and a half last week because San Fran's got an elite D. But it's it's normally been thirteen and a half most weeks, and uh, they have gotten to at least fourteen by halftime in sixteen of their nineteen games. So uh, obviously. Um, it's been very successful. Uh, I got back. I had kind of gone away from it there uh, when you know when Jalen got hurt. Um, I had gone away for, from it there in that uh, you know the two games that Minshew started and didn't do it. Um, I don't think I did it the regular season finale, but I got back on it the last two playoff games, and it hit pretty easily. And um, so I'm going to go back to it. I, I'm still undecided. Uh, on the game, I guess I just kind of – I normally know exactly what I want and fire away right when the AFC and NFC championship games end. Like last year, I jumped on the Bengals, was just wanting to get them at plus three or better and um, got a little better and ended up winning. But uh, I'm undecided right now. I, I guess I just kind of want to see – I don't know that we'll find out anything. If he rea- if, if Mahomes re-aggravates his ankle, I doubt we would find out. But – um I don't know. I'm just kind of in a holding pattern. Although I will say, if you like the Chiefs, you're probably better off going the uh, Super Bowl MVP prop for Mahomes plus 130 uh, because I can't imagine them winning and him not being MVP. Um, so I'll just throw that out. If you like KC, uh, they're plus 105 on the money line or plus one and a half. Uh, probably better off going Mahomes plus 130 to win Super Bowl MVP. So that's interesting because I think one of the cool things about you is. Um for as much as this business has made you think just the opposite, like I like how you're always you're always about value, right? It's like okay, if you're gonna play the plus one hundred five, why not just play the plus one thirty and 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 get the bigger plus money? But if it's not Mahomes, and I was telling Andrew this before before we got you on the show every week, I said you have this knack for being a good Super Bowl prop guy. You did say that. I, I, you know, because you've had some really good years hitting some long odds. What are you? What do you look for? Yeah, so I, I had the Devin Hester first touchdown at 25-1 to 1 odds. I had Brandon LaFell first touchdown 18-1 to 1 odds. That was uh, one of the New England Giants Super Bowls. <laughs> I, I had Anquan Bolden 12-1. Uh, to 1. Uh, in the San Fran Baltimore one, yeah. um, you know, I just kind of like to. Well, last year I, I got on Evan McPherson's uh, points. It was only like I think it was like six, six. and a half, and you you remember how he had been money the whole playoffs, and I just you know right. yeah, I think he got yeah I think it went over like maybe in the third quarter or <laughs> if not sooner, no but sweat. um. I, you know, I just look for uh, – and so, you know, I, I'll sometimes do it for MVP, and I did it Evan McPherson for MVP last year. And, you know, if they would have gotten another first down and he had drilled like a 55-yarder to force OT and then hit another one in OT, he might have gotten it. I'm talking about, the, you know, the Rams game last year. You, you know, if Kansas City does win and Mahomes doesn't get MVP, the only person I could see – and I haven't even looked up what his odds to win MVP are – or, you know, if Chris Jones has like three or four sacks and forces a couple of fumbles, that that would be the only guy I think on the on the Chiefs that I mean, I, I just can't see Kelsey, you know, because whatever he would do would be attached to Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I think Chris Jones is the only guy who could win it um, outside of Mahomes for uh, for Casey. I haven't seen those odds. I mean, if they were <clears throat> excuse me, if they were like 
you know, 50 to 1, maybe I would consider a flyer on that. Hey, who's scoring the first touchdown then? <laughs> Let me know. Right, right. I haven't um you know what you know what? I had Kadarius the other day at thirteen to one. Oh, Florida that, guy likes know, the gator. Guys. Weird. Yeah. Man, Kadarius. Catch the ball, brother. Uh you know, I haven't even looked at those odds yet. So I I'll get back to you guys next week. Oh, on the first I'm touchdown. excited. Now you're gonna make me wait a full week and I'm gonna have to get through another Monday, another Tuesday, another be- Wednesday just to hear my pre- Hey, tell him money away, <laughs> money away for him, right, Brian? Hey, you got you That's do have right. a, you do have an NBA play, and like you're, they're hot, man. So the number seems ridiculously low, just four and a half. The Bucks have won five in a row, uh, catching a Clippers bunch that I think, eh, still trying to figure it out. Although they have won seven out of their last ten, doesn't four and a half doesn't seem light to you? It does seem light, so I am going to go uh, with Milwaukee. And, and like you said, Damon, they've won uh, five in a row and and seven of eight, and their winning margins have been by nine, 25, 10, 8, 28, and 13. Mm. And when the Bucks. When the Bucks have been favored by six and a half points or fewer at home this year, they're twelve and two against the spread. Um, now, no Bobby Portis, but. Uh, you know, the Clippers are playing better just because Paul George and Kawhi are on the court, and they're not in a back-to-back, but you never know when those guys are going to be out. It seems like they're trying to get dialed in, though, right now and not sitting out unless it's back-to-back. So they'll probably play, but I still like Milwaukee minus four and a half. How big of a win was that for your Gators? Uh, Huge. Do you trust Tennessee? No, I, I don't. I mean, they're really, really good. Um, I, and I'm not saying I won't back them some more in the regular season, but in terms of a future bet to win the national title, or do I trust them laying points in March? Heck no, because they, <laughs> they just have these games where they cannot get buckets. Yeah. Like it was the Kentucky game at home, you know, what, two or three Saturdays ago? Mm-hmm. It was last night. And then I was way invested on them against Michigan in the round of 32 last year, and they just could not score in the last eight minutes. And I was about to have a coronary. No, I do not trust them come March. Brian, somebody asked me, somebody asked me this yesterday. How, how, how do you bet on college basketball? What's the best approach for betting on college basketball? Well, you know, I like to find streaks uh, both ways, like – you know, there was a Merrimack under streak that was yeah, going good that one. for a while. They got LIU. Right now, they got LIU today. Yeah, it's uh, the over has actually hit back to back for Merrimack, so I'm, I'm gonna stay away. Um, I, but I like to do streaks. Like right now, it, it might. I'm not saying definitely do it on Saturday, and we don't know. They play Notre Dame, but. The over's hitting 12 straight for Wake, but it's taken buzzer beaters in the last two games. I don't know if you guys saw Tyree Appleby hit a 40. 40 footer. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) The quote unquote meaningless three. Right, right. It was very meaningful. Oh, man. And then there was a bad beat in that Mizzou game last night. They had 10 and a half, and they were up 13, turned the ball over, and LSU goes down and hits a garbage time three. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, I had Missouri. Um, Yeah, but I I actually had them at 10, so it was a push, uh, but it was still um, a gut punch. Missouri just threw the ball away. Yeah, they did. 
Oh, it's gross. <laughs> pre, pre, appreciate it, B. Hey, thanks, Brian. That's uh, Brian Edwards, and um, gosh, is, is he fun to talk to. <laughs> Brian great. Edwards, uh, MajorWager.com, BrianEdwardsSports.com. Toss him a follow on Twitter, at VegasBEdwards. We'll get into more college basketball when we talk Creighton during the morning dump. And then I want to run one thing by DB that was No, I don't believe Arian Foster. I don't believe Arian Foster. Last night. What do you mean? All of that was fact. He was spitting facts on that show. We're going to Morning Dump next. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.